What up, Sheriff? Yep, my wife and the guy she's cheating on me with. Really? Who's he? She ain't cheating on you. Yes, bro. she is. She's no, I'm not. Yes, I am is. talking to Why him. Why she sneaking away with a guy she don't know nobody? She don't know you, right? Oh, she know me. I know she know you because she was at your house at 2 in the morning. That's okay. Her sneaking over here is okay. And I have six signs and six clear indicators that it's time to leave your marriage. What's up, everybody? My name is Mel, and welcome to Rejection is a Bitch podcast. I'm a master of life and relationship coach, and I partner with divorcees that are facing rejection, and I help them discover true acceptance from within. And if you are a divorcee, if you are someone facing a rejection, this is the podcast for you. Be sure to hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you can get all of my videos. Hit me in the comment section, tell me how this video resonates with you, and be sure as well to share this with at least one person. And also, everything I offer with my coaching business is completely centered around those who are facing rejection. So feel free to hit me on my website, lifecoachingbymel.com. My email, mailcoaching at yahoo.com. I want to be your coach. I want to be able to partner with you and get completely on the other side of rejection and having that full acceptance. But let's get into today's video. What I want to do today, guys, I want to show you one video of a wife being caught cheating red-handed. Because a lot of the sentiment, of course, around social culture and in our media or just in our day-to-day -day conversations, we talk about men cheating a lot. But I don't think we realize how equal cheating has been for a while. You know, it's not just, you know, daddy don't come home and mama at home all day with the kids. Now, mama leaving the kids today, too. So let's talk about that and bring a little bit of balance, but it's not just an attack on women. I want to be, be clear on that. I will never attack any group of people. This is more so of a conversation about cheating overall. And also, we will be covering in this video, when is the right time to leave a marriage? How do you know when it's time to leave that marriage? As a divorcee myself, I had to see the signs on the wall. I had to see the writing on the wall and realize in the words of the great Rafiki, it is time. So be sure you stay to the end of this video as we discuss all the signs that it's time for you to go. And the guy she don't know nothing about, this him. What up, Sheriff? Yep, my wife and the guy she cheating on me with. Really? Who's he? She ain't cheating on you, Yes, bro. she is. She's no, I'm not. Yes, I'm is. talking to Why him. Why she sneaking away with a guy she don't know nobody? She don't know you, right? Oh, she know me. I know she know you, because she was at your house at 2 in the morning. That's okay. Her sneaking over here is okay. All right, first and foremost, <laughs> we got these grown-ass people out here, you know, midnight or whatever, in the midnight hour. In the midnight hour. In the midnight hour. In the midnight hour. In the midnight hour out here. <laughs> Act like some teenagers. Think about this, guys. What makes cheating so difficult? If you watch my previous videos, you know I've done my thing. This is what cheating does for you. Cheating makes you be in the dark. Cheating makes you have to sneak away. It feels great. Because that's what you used to do with your spouse. You know, you had a sight in time when you, you know, maybe met when you were teenagers and you had to, you know, sneak off at your mama's house and, you know, we meet in this alleyway and we, you know, all that stuff. When you're in high school, you're young. It brings some youthful feelings out of you. We know this. But that should be a very clear indication of how wrong it is. The fact that you have to sneak away, be in darkness, be at a park at midnight or whatever time this is, should be a clear indication that this is wrong. Where's our daughter? Uh, she's at Where's my our sisters. daughter? She's at Where's my sisters. Because she out here with you, bro. She's at my sister's. And why you all up on him? I 
am here talking to him as a friend. Mothers are leaving their daughters too. I'm sorry. It, I mean, we got this clear narrative about men leaving their kids. And, you know, the first thing women want to put in a man's face once he's caught cheating, uh, you, think about our kids. Ta-da. You got a woman not thinking about her kids. I know plenty of women who don't think about their kids while cheating, while messing around. How many of y'all grew up with uncles? I ain't saying I did. I'm just saying. A lot of people I know <laughs> grew up with uncles and just strange friends, strange men around the house all the time. Like, dang, who's this random white dude with the red pickup truck? We ain't never seen this dude before, but hey, he always around. We got to call him uncle. A lot of women ain't caring about their kids as well. I'm not saying it's a worse or better thing for either gender to, you know, go cheat and not worry about their kids. Both of us wrong, equally wrong. But let's change that narrative a little bit about what men do to jeopardize their family as opposed to what women do. Then she's talking about, I'm talking to my friend. You're talking to your friend. With all the modern day technology we have, you can't talk to your friend on Skype. You can't talk to your friend on FaceTime. You can't talk to your friend any other avenue other than at a park in the midnight hour. I said, why are you said, all up on him? I am here talking to him as a friend. A friend that you cheating on me with. Oh my God. You ain't got God. no business being with no dude this late. And he know that as a man. Bro, you know that. Let me. Right? Am I right though? On? Am I right? I just want to make sure all us protected, man. I don't cause she already done tried her okay. nonsense. She been cheating on me before, and now she caught again, and she can't sit here and lie. Now, as the other man, you gotta feel kind of awkward. You like, hey man, I'm just trying to smash, you know, the game. But you like, man, what this camera going on? You know, <laughs> what you feminist for? And you hear him say, She's already did this to me before. I'm trying to make sure we're protected. When is the right time to leave? That's what you need to stick around for towards the end of this video. We could talk about that. There's obviously been more times than this that he had signs where he should get the heck up out of here but he stuck around took her back from her cheating before how many people know that there's really no coming back from that like do you realize how much a woman have to disrespect a man for her to cheat because if we keep it real if you guys seen my judge lynn video a couple weeks back she talked about this there's a complete difference for how men cheat and how women cheat men are cheating completely from a physical perspective there is a rare occasion that a man actually has an emotional attachment to the sex he's having, to the cheating that he's doing. Furthermore, he's not thinking about his wife. Or it's not necessarily things that his wife did to push him to that. He's just trying to do his thing. He's just fo fully focused on pleasing himself. Women, on the other hand, especially in a situation such as this, where you see them out midnight talking. They're not actually physically having sex. They're strictly talking. So this is an emotional connection that she has with this guy that's built up over time and his end of the bargain. That's why I don't believe in platonic relationships because the man's end of the bargain, he gets sex from it. Listen to her talk as long as she needs. We're going to end this night with some sex. That's just the way the cheating game works. Honestly speaking, that's the way relationships work. Marriage works the same way. But we, you didn't hear that from me. So that's the thing that you got to think about, ladies, when we try to do this comparison of men being more hurt for a woman cheating than when the wife is cheated on and she taking him back instantly. Because it's not the same dynamic whatsoever. For a woman, as far as to feel the same pain that a man would, if you found out we was taking our side lady on trips or taking out to eat all the time. And you at home, never going out of town, never going out on a trip, or never going out to eat, never going on dates. That's the equivalent. Because there's an emotional tie, an emotional connection, and she's getting a part of your husband that you don't have access to. That's the equivalent. Bro, y'all I didn't even know you existed. So she didn't tell you? you knocked on my door. So she didn't tell you she was married? Told me that y'all wasn't together. You told him that? I don't know anything about y'all, bro. Women typically lie way better than men. You know, man, we lie. 
Our lives really don't last long. Because honestly, women are private investigators, you know, period. A woman that's a side chick or a woman that's the wife, they all are private investigators. That's just the way it is. So if even it's the side chick, she eventually going to look online. She eventually going to pull up your, you know, credit score and all that stuff. She going to know everything about you while dealing with you. She may not ever tell you, but she knows. Men, we just happy to get something. Just be frank. Men just happy to get something. With no strings attached, especially. We don't want to know. You know, the more we know, the more our conscious get involved. We don't want that. We just want an unconscious nut. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just being blunt as can be. Man want an unconscious orgasm so we can get on about our business. This Le is she, you ain't tell him nothing about 11 years. That's why your ring lost. First of all, have you ever heard 11 of, years you've you been married. 11 years you've been married. Have you ever heard of a he friend? He ain't even a friend that don't even know you married. That you didn't know. You just told me the other day. You don't even know him. That's why I do not believe or support platonic relationships. I never will. There's nothing you can do to convince me. Because I've been a platonic friend. Quote, unquote. I've been the dude that the, his girl was telling him, hey, we just friends. And I know what I was doing. It's against our biological nature to have intimate close relationships with the opposite sex and not consummate that in some way. We have to fight against what we naturally want to do in order to make that work. So why would I put myself in that position? I don't do that. If I can't act upon what I naturally feel, why put myself in that situation? If a man not getting sex from a platonic relationship with a woman, what is he getting out of it? I just said, when women doing all this talking, talking, talking that she can't do with her man, so yeah, the male friend can do that. Men are great listeners. When there's an incentive on the end of that. So I'm sure you've heard it before, but let me tell you again. Women, if you have a male friend, he wants to have sex with you if he haven't already. When I was dating and a woman would tell me she had a male best friend that was first off a red flag, but I would qualify the situation by asking a couple questions. I say, hey, have y'all ever had sex? If that's a no, have you ever seen you naked? More often than not, they can't pass those two questions. If they do initially, eventually it comes out. There's no such thing as platonic friendships between male and females. Why are you following you me said around? you ain't know him. Because I know you cheating. Because I know you cheating. By the way, this is one of the places I like to come look. And I sure. actually like to come sit here. Oh, yeah. You I've come, come here plenty of times. I came here earlier. Sure. I was wondering if you. Because you sure. come to Atlanta you come here? So I know you. I knew you was going to be around you somewhere. You don't know where I go. I knew you was around here somewhere. You don't know where I go. Are you like, done? Like it's cool. Nah, I'm just making sure I got all the evidence Make I need. Sure. So when you get to court, you Make can't sure. lie no more. I don't even know him. So you her friend, but she don't even know you, bro. Tell y'all this, man. It is probably no worse feeling in the world that a man can have when you see your woman looking at you like that in the face of another man or a situation that you catch her in. Whatever the case may be, it could be cheating, but it also could be any random lie she's told. And you catch her in it, and she's looking at you like, oh, like, like you the scum of the earth. Like you are, She has zero. Matter of fact, she has negative. <laughs> She's in a deficit of respect for you. There's nothing worse for a man to feel when you think about everything you have done for this person, everything you have sacrificed, or just period the many arguments you had of speculation of what they may be doing just to catch them in the same thing that they told you months and months, time, time again, that they're not doing. There's no worse feeling than that. She don't even know you. A married woman out here this late, and she think it's cool, and you know it ain't cool, bruh. Like I eleven you, years of being faithful to this woman, I don't know retired from the military, bought a house in Did her hometown, moved here to be a good husband because she's from here. My family in Georgia, bruh. I moved here for her. 
bought her a house. That truck she drove up here, you see you with? Uh, you know who bought that and made every payment on that motherfucker? Me. I'm up here to see my sister. she a gold digger. I'm so up here to see my, my sister. You ain't got no business being here with no other man. You a married woman. I'm actually up here to see my you sister. You a married woman. You up here to see your sister. He don't look like your sister. Your sister house that way. I'm in. Your sister house that way. In. What you doing here with another man? And then you was all up on him. He a friend? You a married woman. You ain't got no business being here with him. And then I got to be the good person and not do nothing crazy. So I don't go to jail. Everything in me saying I should, but I'm not. It ain't even worth it, bro. If you want the whole have her. But that's what she is. You don't sit here and cheat on nobody who been faithful to your ass for 11 years. All right. I know this man is hurt, right? But he said what he said. He said, if you want the whole have her, I'm done with this. He started backing up. You see, they ain't move at all. <laughs> but once you start backing up, leave, bro. Just go. It's easy to say what you would do, you know, when you're not in it. But come on now. Once you see that, go. And you think it's fucking cool. Who thinks it's cool? You do, because you're still here. Kind of fucked up shit is this, and he think it's cool. I don't think. Bro, it's you cool. knew what? You knew she was married. You knew when I came to your door she was married. Yeah, then I knew. And you still coming to meet her? Uh, how many times y'all done met since then? None. You, you None. told me you ain't know him. You said you. None. How many people live in your house, bro? Just me. Just you. Thank you. Me. How many people was there at night I came? Well, just me. And her, right? Mm -hmm. Why was she in your house till two in the morning, bro? Y'all wasn't having sex. You gotta talk to her about that. You guys didn't know that she didn't move until the guy she cheating with moved. She didn't move out that spot. She was waiting for her man to leave so she can continue with this guy. And the other point, bro, you have all the evidence you need. And he made me think about what reasons he can give the judge and, and the court system regarding divorcing. Her being there with a man after you've caught her cheating several other times is enough for you to leave this marriage. So maybe he's trying to get them to voice exactly what they have been doing. But I want this to be a reminder that we don't need all details <laughs> it's like we are a glutton for punishment sometimes like we really want to know every detail to kind of dig into that rejection even the more at some point enough is enough and i don't want no more you know I, i'm good i don't need the details but again if he's getting details only for the court system salute to you brother hmm? that's between you and her but y'all had sex like right said, i didn't know you existed oh thank you then. but you had sex I right y'all were apart that's what i you was thought told. we were apart but i was told you told him we were divorced? Uh, you I came not, home. And matter of fact, bro, that night, divorced. she come home and get in the fucking bed with me. You know how disgusting that is? Uh, That's how nasty lying. she is. You you think, are, did you not lay in the bed that you night? Not did you not you stand in the bed that night? Lying. And you, I'm lying. And I'm, you I'm lying. You're the last person to talk about somebody lying. You're cheating ass. How are you following You're cheating ass. You're lying. You're a fucking cheater is what you is. I'm a liar. you here with another dude. You here with another dude, but I'm lying. Cause you're my fucking wife. You ain't got no business being here with another man. And then if I mess your ass up, I'm wrong. And he know it. If I was to do something to your ass, cause there's a lot of men right now that'll go home, get their gun and blow your fucking head off. But I'm not that dude. I sit here and I know you cheating on me again with the same dude I caught you with. And I still ain't did nothing. I ain't did nothing to him cause it ain't even worth it, bro. I know she lied to you cause she lying to me. If you ever been cheated on, if you ever been in this type situation, you don't realize the rage that comes over your body when you see this. Like you can honestly be so indifferent about your spouse and still, once you see something like this, like be so enraged. Like the, the amount of anger that comes through your body is, is immeasurable. She's still lying. Um, so. Y'all might be friends in your mind. A friend you having sex with is what it is. And she gonna wait till I leave so she can try to tell you, oh, I'm sorry he came here. It ain't like that. It ain't like that. In the fucking truck I bought her. Oh, 
I'm out of this scenario. You see why you still here? You see why you ain't got in the car and went and picked up our daughter yet? This is the type of woman y'all dealing with. Judge, the woman is here with another dude, left her kid somewhere so she can come hook up. And there it is. He was looking for evidence to get to a judge. Now let's be real. He has to have this. Court systems are pro-woman. And think about it. Because of the way life was set up for America and the family was set up for America back in the day, we still have now these antiquated laws that are pro-woman. They don't look at America in the way that it should be now, which is equal rights for women. Women have just as many opportunities available for them in the work field as men do. They don't view it that way. They still view women as Mrs. Cleaver from Leave it to Beaver or Wheezy from the Jeffersons. They still view women as hopeless subservience to their husbands. So he's clearly getting the evidence he needs in order to prove to the judge that he's leaving this marriage for her infidelity and her wrongdoing. Uh, that's my so when we get to court, make sure you just tell them the truth. What's your name, bro? Earl Young. Earl Young. I already knew that. I'm sure she told you. I know that. I'm sure she already told you I knew that. Because I came by there and knocked another day. I did because I wanted to talk to you. But I knew she lied to you because she's lying to me. That's what she do. You're caught, by the way. And you're going to walk into this car and tell him you're sorry. So go ahead. Go ahead. You want to. Look where you at. You ain't got in your car and left. Go tell him you sorry. Go tell who I'm sorry. Go tell him you sorry, because that's what you want to do. Go about? tell him, oh, I'm sorry, Earl. No, I didn't mean, no, you ain't know nobody named Earl Young, though, right? You didn't know Earl. That's what you told me. You didn't know him. You ain't even know who the fuck he was. That's what you fucking said, ain't it? Ain't that what you said? You ain't know who he was. You ain't know who he fucking was. Get out my house tonight. Too fucking night. Get out of my house tonight. Your car, I bought this motherfucker. Remember that. Think about the things he may have been through with this lady. Think about all the nights of her telling him how wrong he is for accusing her or for not trusting her, for her just to end up doing this. Not to mention, we can speculate a little bit here. Think about the people that probably convinced him to come back to this marriage the first time when he found out she was cheating. When he left, he thought about, hey, I'm gone. And he had to come back because her mama said, you know, just give her another chance. You know, just, you all she got. Do it for the kids and all that stuff. Think about all the stuff people were telling him. This is why he's recording this. This is why he's talking with this much vigor and this much pain. And I understand somebody may look at this and say, hey, man, you ain't got to get on her like that. That's a female and all that. No. Look at what everything he's been through. He didn't touch her one time. But women have just as much of a right to be exposed as men do. We have no problem exposing men, but we have an issue when women get exposed. Now, even though I say all of that, I still don't view him as a victim. A lot of you may view him as a victim. I don't. Because he said even in this video, this happened before. This is not the first time instance. This is not something that is a spare of the moment. He's like, man, what my wife said, I got to find my wife? No. This is something that's been building up over time. As hard as it may be to hear, cheating doesn't just happen. Cheating is something that builds up over time. And ultimately, that person is responsible for their cheating and the actions and the, the physical things that they did. But we do have a part to play in the marriage being destroyed. There's a two-party system going on when it comes to our marriage. It's your part and their part. So whatever happens within the confines of that marriage does lead to certain actions. You are responsible for your particular actions. For this case, she gets the brunt of the responsibility because she did the most damage. However, there should be some form of acknowledgement from this husband of what he did to lead to that situation. That is, if he truly want to get over being rejected in this form. I'm not talking about taking ownership for her cheating. I'm saying taking ownership of your personal rejection story. 
if you want to get over this, you have to take ownership of what led to this, the part that you played. However small it may be, take ownership of that so you can fully move on. As much as I'm in a corner of divorcees, as much as I'm all for helping anybody that's facing rejection after being divorced, I'm 100% pro-marriage. If we could go above 100% on the scale, I definitely would. I love marriage. I'm all about marriage. However, there are situations where the marriage is beyond recovery. The issues are so daunting. The, the damage has been so much done that it's time to let go. And I have six signs and six clear indicators that it's time to leave your marriage. And I want to put this disclaimer out here. I'm not telling anyone to leave their marriage. I am saying it's time to evaluate what's best for you. It's time to evaluate if it is best for you to leave or if it's time for some counseling, some sit downs. Whatever the case may be, if you're facing one of these six things, it's time to do some sort of evaluation. Number one is pretty obvious. It's abuse. If you are being abused, that's a clear sign that it's time for you to leave. And this is physical abuse, sexual abuse, and also emotional abuse. That's one we don't talk about a lot. That's one that men face a lot, that once you receive that, it's time to go. If you f feel some sense of control of behavior, that neglect, or even when it goes to financial abuse, you know, if you're feeling those things in your marriage, it's time to really address if it's time for you to leave this thing or not. The second thing is different goals or values. Now, we're not talking about, you know, we like to eat different things, or we like to watch two different things on TV. No, we're talking about actual things that eliminate productivity within your family, within your marriage. The things that you cannot move forward on the same page, meaning they change religions on you. They have different sexuality ideas, or you guys have two different views on how you want to raise children. There are various amount of categories that you may have came into the marriage at one point on the same page, but now they have a completely different stance and viewpoint where you can't move on with that. You're like, hey, man, this is a line in the sand moment for me. I can't move forward. I, I'm not being my complete self. I'm totally going against everything I am, everything I believe based on supporting what your idea is. Those are the things I'm referring to. The third thing is stress. Now, you can go talk to your grandma and she'll tell you that stress is the number one killer for anyone. I've seen situations where a, a couple is at each other's throat nonstop, and they take on all the brunts of those arguments and, and internalize it all and, and never voice it and eventually end up in a hospital bed. If you see things such as that, not saying necessarily being in the hospital bed, if you're seeing your ability to function is dramatically decreasing, it may be time for you to evaluate what is the root cause of that. And more often than not, our spouse or our Marriage is the root cause. So if you see this is really affecting your health, this is something you need to go into evaluation about. Number four, lack of intimacy. Now this is a big one here because it's talking about true togetherness, true oneness with one another. This is more than just sex. This is all about how do we become one? We become one on an emotional level, on an intellectual level, a spiritual level, an experiential level. You're becoming one on all levels, and if you are not experiencing that, do you really have a relationship? Is it really real between the two of you if it's really disconnected on all those levels? I've heard someone say it, I'm sure you have heard it as well, that the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. If you think about the arguments that you may have had in the past with 
a spouse or a significant other, you know, that hate that you share with them can very well be love as well. It's passion. It means that you either had or still have some sense of love for this person at one point. But having that indifference is clearly an indication that you have nothing for them. And I've been on the wrong side of that indifference. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. It feels better when they're screaming at you than it does when they just say, whatever. So having this indifference in a marriage is a clear indication that you need to do some evaluating. Number five, one-sidedness. One-sidedness is all about if you are the person that puts all the work in. There may be times through the years, hey, I got more strength than you on this time, and you got more strength than I do at this point. But if the entirety of the relationship, the entirety of the marriage is just one person doing everything, rather that be financially, emotionally, spiritually, experientially, if you're the person that's coming up with all the ideas to do within a relationship, that's something indication that, man, there's something going wrong here. Of course, we all have our strengths and weaknesses within a relationship, but you want this sense of duality. You want this sense of give and take. You want this sense of we all are giving 100% to this relationship in order to make each other both fulfilled. No one wants to continually be the output and never get an input. Nobody wants to continually to give and never receive anything, especially when it comes to a marriage. So if you are experiencing this, it's definitely time to do some evaluating. And number six, and this is actually the one I believe is all-encompassing of the other five, is the communication issues. I believe communication is the root of every issue that we have. And communication can vary, of course, but you want to pay attention to how you talk to each other. Is there respect within the tone of how we address each other? Are the things that's happening throughout the course of a week and you realize, hey, you didn't tell me this. Oh, hey, you never mentioned this to me. Oh, I forgot to tell you that. Those are the type of moments you need to realize like, hey, man, we're not connected whatsoever. We need to address what's going on within this marriage. Are we really one? Are we really operating as one are we really functioning together or are we two separate entities just living in the same house we need to ask that famous question that women normally ask what are we are we really husband and wife what constitutes who we are what is our relationship really about are we just existing until we die or are we truly living as one and do we want to fulfill our divine purpose that's what marriage is about so if you're facing any one of these six things, I definitely encourage you to evaluate within yourself first. And also you can talk to someone. Rather that be with a licensed therapist, if it's something that's rooted in the past that you need to uproot, or if you need help processing something for the future, you can speak with a professional coach. And that's exactly what I am. I'm a certified professional coach and I specify in your exact situation. If you're looking to move forward from this divorce and face that rejection head on, I would love to be your coach. Hit me on my website, lifecoachingbymail.com. On my email, mailcoachingatyahoo.com. Hit me in the comment section if you need to. Whatever needs to happen, don't miss this opportunity to get over your rejection now. You don't have to wait. It don't have to be a long, drug-out process. You can do it today. And I want to walk along that path with you. Don't be like the guy in this video where you're constantly receiving that rejection you have to go to these lengths in order to get out of the situation. Make the best decision for you today. And we'll see you next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time for the next episode of Rejection is a Bitch Podcast. Let's grow.